Let's all join together and pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. For you are our rock, you are our redeemer. Amen. So do you want the good news or the bad news? I think I heard more good news. Should we do good news? All right, good news to start first. Good news is tonight we have chocolate for you. Oh, yeah. So that as you head out, you can take a piece of chocolate, and it'll be a nice sweet little memory from the service and being here, and a thank you from us to you for coming and visiting. That's the good news. The bad news? Your Christmas diet, which you thought was going to kick off tomorrow morning with the food and then the time together with family and more food and more. I got bad news. That, that actually starts tonight then. Sorry. Or if you're joining us online, here's the good news. You guys don't have to worry at all about this because I can't give this to you through a computer. The bad news, you don't get this at all, though. Good news, bad news is kind of the lens that we like to look through as people a lot, right? Good news and bad news is even how we expect things to go. This is a way that even teachers and trainers, they'll try to get us to use when we have to share something difficult with somebody, right? If you've got something bad, start with good news. Good news at least helps it go down a little bit better because good news and bad news together seem to be able to balance things out pretty well. Good news and bad news, it feels just right. It was just a few years back when our world shut down and we found ourselves isolated and frustrated and upset and worried. That it was uh, Jim from the office, John Krasinski, if you know him, he decided, he took it on himself, that our world had had enough bad news coming. He would turn on the TV and see only reports of awful things and more people dying and more bad things and it would bring him down. So he decided to come up with a new news show called Some Good News. Short, it was SGN. Show of hands, anybody else see this during the pandemic? Okay, if you didn't, you got at least like 10 episodes, I think. Go to YouTube, go online after this, watch it. It'll be fun, it'll be encouraging, it'll be good. But what's so unique about some good news is this was a show filled with exclusively good news and nothing else. When you go back, you're going to find stories, if you can remember this, of the nurses and the doctors who were dancing and partying because somebody that they thought was going to die got better. It's going to tug at your heart as you watch the drive-by parades of people for birthday parties where a whole family and a whole group of friends would come and they would honk their horns and like fire trucks would come through too and celebrate just for a little kid's birthday. And even in the things that seemingly felt really small, like just paying for somebody else's food in the car behind you even one time, that was the kind of news that he wanted to deliver and give to people because some good news was going to highlight acts of kindness and then try to broadcast those good things out to the world. Some good news came into existence and then kept going for a little while. 
because our world was filled with bad news. So his strategy was, there's so much bad news, try to bring out some good news, and maybe there can be a better balance of what people are getting in life. I think this was genius, because the way it happened was so unexpected for us to see. This is much more what you and I think of just in hearing the word news. News is not good. We brace for what we might hear on the news. We doom scroll and we find more bad and more bad and more bad. We don't watch and click these things for encouragement. Instead, we want to know what's going on, and it simply just brings us down further. Some good news gave us this really awesome opportunity to reframe the way that we look at news and think about news and think about what's going on in the world because it actually gave us more opportunities to understand that good was still happening, even with all the bad. You and I as people struggle with this balance between good and bad in our lives, don't we? It happens when at the end of a day and we're ready to go to bed, we rate our day as that was a good one versus the day before was a bad one versus the week before was pretty bad or the year, whatever measure we have, we like to label things as good or bad. We have to fill our hearts with hope that maybe big positives might start to happen, like wars would end so people could come home or sickness would stop spreading so that people don't die. We hope for these things because there are way too many negatives to count. And we feel these things personally in our lives. When the life plans that we made that looked good, that seemingly were going to be great for us and great for our family, and they get destroyed. And it only led to pain and frustration and challenges. All around us in our world, in our own personal lives, there is so much bad and sad and challenging news day to day that it's so easy to let those things overshadow and dominate and make us think that this is what life is all about. It doesn't matter whether you're a Christian who's coming here or you're just trying to learn more about the Bible and what God has to say to you. We struggle in a world that is this trying to get things balanced back and forth between the good and the bad in our lives. And so that's why it's crazy that into this world of sickness and sadness and disappointment that God decided he was going to step in and make a change. It happened 2,000 years ago, and it absolutely shocked the people who experienced it. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Shepherds heard news that was so good that God said angels have to go and tell other people. With brightness so bright that they were terrified, that they thought they were going to die kind of terrified. That they got to listen and hear the most unique news for any human being to ever hear. 
they were going to get good news of great joy for them and for all people for all time. What is news that good? Well, Luke records it in words that feel so simple and so small and so insignificant that you can read over them without even thinking about what's going on. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in claws and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. I mean, sure, that's good news for Mary and Joseph and their family, right? The baby was born. That was done. But good news for the shepherds? Good news that is good enough to help you and me today? Good news that not only balances out the good and the bad in the world, but completely breaks the scale because it is so good? Good news like that? Yes. This is why we are here. This is the good news for them and is good news for all of us. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This, this is good news that people have been praying for for generations and thousands of years. This is good news found in a tiny baby that was just born into our world. This is good news for all people because God finally decided to step into this world and do the one thing that you and I can't do. God's promise to destroy all the bad things was starting on Christmas Day. And on this day, he wanted to share good news. This is why we're together tonight. This is the good news that breaks the balance of good and bad in our lives and gives you something so good that you can actually hold up under the bad. This is the good news that God loves you so much that he sent Jesus on this rescue mission for you. Yes, you, with all of the problems and all of the mess and all of the failures. Jesus' birth is good news because God has graciously decided to love you and give you a gift that you can't earn or deserve, but it's one that he wants you to have, forgiveness in Jesus. I think there's one kind of good news, though, that hits better than the rest. And I want you to do it. Go back, watch the Some Good News videos, uh, and watching these things like online or in like reels and seeing pictures, watching good news like that isn't bad. Do it. It's encouraging. It'll be good. But there's something about experiencing and being a part of good news for yourself. Like if you get to be near a successful public proposal, not one that ends in failure, like imagine the big uh, arena and you're sitting there and you're watching and they propose and with tears she says yes and they hug. What happens? Everybody stands and everybody cheers and everybody shouts because they got to be part of this crazy awesome moment and they got to be part of it. Or if you've got the teammate who was the walk-on at college, that meant they had no scholarship. That meant they were just kind of struggling and trying and maybe get to be a part of the thing. And at the end of the year, the whole team gathers together and the coach shares the news, you're not a walk-on anymore, now you're on scholarship. You're part of us. Oh, what does the team do? 
they erupt and push and shove the guy to the ground and pile on top of him because this is what he's been dreaming of and his dream came true and they got to be part of it. Or maybe I'm guessing like almost everybody here has experienced when the unit comes home from deployment and you watch as just everybody around, eyes are just filled with tears and there's hugs and there's smiles and there's love on a different level of love and you're there and you get to be a part of something like that, that's an experience you don't forget. Good news for somebody else is good, but good news when you get to be a part of it and experiencing it, that's the best. Can you guys imagine what life was like for these shepherds after this night? So they go from this crazy, glorious experience with angels telling them news from God for them, for all people, to a field with sheep in the darkness, night after night after night. I kind of wonder if they wanted to go back to this night. I think they wanted to get back to this experience that they had. Because when you get to be a part of good news that is so good that it destroys the balance and it's good for the world, I kind of think they started to crave that experience of good news again. And I think that's also kind of like what Christmas celebrations are like, right? You're all gathered here and maybe this is your first time in a long time or your first time ever being in a church and hearing about Jesus and this good news. This is awesome. This is overly positive. This is the mountaintop experience. And then you come back down when the presents are done and the family goes home and there's less people sitting in this room next week. It was good now, but your heart longs for something more. Here's one last thing of good news. God's plan of forgiveness that started at Christmas absolutely includes you and me and we get to experience it again and again and again. We get to live the effects of Jesus' work for us. We get to always be a part of this good news. This is the kind of experience that God tells us this is okay to crave, that you actually get to do this. It doesn't matter, again, if you're first or your 80th time hearing this, you hear about Jesus and this perfect love for you and this perfect forgiveness, and you can't help but want more. So I've got one really practical takeaway for you after tonight, after the service, after today. Just come back for more. Come back for worship on Sundays. Come back for Bible studies here on Sundays, other times during the week, times in life groups, in our houses as we do those. Come back. Come back and have your own daily time in the Bible. Come back and get good news that is unlike anything else. Good news that I promise for you, it's always going to be good. Because every time you come back, you're going to get good news that covers the breadth of the Bible, a book that is way too big to understand in one sermon or one year or one lifetime, there is always more that God is going to tell you. Come back and get deeper into this stuff that we're talking about, God-level stuff, not day-to-day, not small things, God-sized things, and ask and discuss 
and find out more that God has to tell you. Come back and you're going to be a part of us as we find encouragement and peace and the perfect identity Jesus forgiveness brings us. One thing for you after tonight, come back. Because this good news is good news that God uses to change our world around us by changing us individually, one by one, personally. As we experience the unbalanced bad in our lives every single day, but we see Jesus, he changes us. He opens our eyes to see God-level truths above all the bad. He helps us focus on the positives in us and in other people. He teaches us that the good life is a life lived for him. And out of love for other people, he's going to send us back to his perfect forgiveness in Jesus. And the best news is he's going to do it in an unbalanced way. It's not going to be what you expect. There isn't going to be any bad that can stop this. No, the good news that we get at Christmas is good news for you now and forever after. Jesus is way better. Jesus is only good news. Amen.